We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. On the way, hit it hard, rebound, bat it around. It's taken by Luka. He hits! He hits! With a second to go as he hits the deck. Tie 115. It worked! It totally worked! 10 assists, 21 rebounds, 47 minutes played. And now 60 points for the first time in Mavericks history. Hi, this is Luka Doncic, and you're listening to the Mavs Step Back Podcast. Good morning, everybody. Welcome in to another episode of the Mavs Step Back Podcast. I'm your host, Dalton Trigg. You can find me, as always, on Twitter at Dalton underscore Trigg. You can find the pod account at Step Back Mavs. Guys, the Mavs have 10 games left in this long 82 game season and they are stuck right at 500 uh they are 36 and 36 the latest loss coming to the memphis grizzlies uh, it's their third loss to the grizzlies in the last uh it well it was their third loss in the last 10 10 days now it's uh 12 days as they get ready to take on the Golden State Warriors at American Airlines Center. A huge matchup uh, at AAC on Wednesday night. But Kyrie Irving, he played in his second game since returning from a three-game absence. Uh, The first one, obviously, was that thrilling buzzer-beater win over the Los Angeles Lakers where he assisted Maxie on the last second three. Uh, And then he also played in Memphis. And... He had he was having a good game, you know. He was uh, he had 28 points, only shot you know 10 of 24, but you know that that poor overall shooting by his standards mostly came in the fourth quarter, uh, where he went a career high or career low, 0 of 8 from the field in the fourth quarter in Memphis. Uh, you know, for the best fourth quarter scorer in the league. It was kind. It was very uncharacteristic. Now, in Kyrie's defense, uh, Dylan Brooks. Whether you know, I know, some people are trying to say it was intentional. I I truly don't think it was. Uh, I know, you know, Dylan Brooks doesn't really get the benefit of the doubt uh, in situations like that. But just from what I saw, I didn't think it was intentional by Dylan Brooks. But he did 
uh, in a collision, I believe it was in the third quarter, uh, Dwight Powell, he uh, tried to set a screen, and he ended up getting called for an offensive foul. Well, as he set the screen on Dylan Brooks, Brooks inadvertently, in my opinion, stepped on Kyrie's foot and ankle. Um, and, you know, it, Kyrie say, said it re-aggravated that injury that forced him to miss three games recently. Uh, he stayed in the game and played, but he was obviously affected by that. Uh, so, 28 points, 10 of 24 shooting, uh, four rebounds, surprisingly no assists for Kyrie in that Memphis game. I'm I'm just now realizing that, that you know, I was so focused on his his fourth quarter that <laughs> I realized, I didn't realize he had zero assists. That is that is very surprising. Um but you know, I this is one of those games where it's like you know, they they were up 16 points at the very end of the third. They could have very well gone into the fourth. Um you know, up 16, but they give up a wide open three at the end of the third. They start off the fourth by doing the same thing, giving up a wide open corner three. So, you know, within a matter of seconds, your 16 point lead transitioning from third to fourth quarter has now dwindled to 10. And the 16 point lead dwindled all the way down to four before Jason Kidd decided he wanted to call a timeout to kind of stem the tide so i mean look it's i i don't want to keep beating the same drum and you know putting all this putting everything on jason kidd but the fact of the matter is i mean he has just not had a good second season coaching uh i mean there's there's other things that mavs management could do to kind of force kids hand in these situations like don't don't (laughs) <laughs> don't don't give him the option to uh you know play Frank Nilakina ahead of Jaden Hardy at the beginning of the game. You know that that was another hilarious thing at the at the beginning of that Memphis game is uh Frank Nilakina entered the game before Hardy and you know things and and now to Frank's credit, he did hit a couple of threes in those minutes, but uh, you know, he he wasn't really affecting the game on the other end, even though he has, you know, a reputa- reputation for being a really good defender. That hasn't really shown up as much this year. Uh, but anyway, Frank came in ahead of Hardy. Uh, Hardy, who filled in for Luka and Kyrie for three straight games, averaged 24 points over that three-game starting stretch, shot nearly 40% from three, the first game back for Kyrie when they uh, played the Lakers, uh, Jaden Hardy only pe- played six minutes off the bench. And the only reason he got those minutes was because McKinley Wright uh, got poked in the eye. <laughs> and uh, Jason Kidd had to put him in. So and in this Memphis game, it kind of seemed like it was starting to trend that same way. It's like, you know, instead of McKinley Wright being the first guard off the bench, it was Neil Aquina in this one and it's like why is it not hardy he played amazing you know as a as a starter filling in for your two stars why is hardy not getting the the first 
call off of the bench every night. So, really odd stuff. Uh, now, Hardy, he did end up playing a total of 19 minutes in Memphis. He was 7 of 13 from the field, 4 of 8 from 3. Uh, he had 20 points in his 19 minutes, 4 assists, 3 rebounds, and a steal. And he was a plus one off the bench. I mean, that is that is quality production, high-quality production from a rookie against a top-three team in the West on the road in an important game for the standings. And the rookie was arguably your second-best player in the game, and he only played 19 minutes. It just doesn't make sense, uh, you know, he needs to be playing more. You know, Tim Hardaway Jr. Okay, so just, just a comparison here. And I know Tim Hardaway Jr. is a streaky player. He can get hot at any point in time and, you know, make a difference in the game. But Tim Hardaway Jr. came off the bench, shot one of four for two points in 25 minutes. So he played six more minutes than Jaden Hardy. And he went one of four for two points. And he was a negative 15 in the game. A negative 15. You know what that tells me? And I, I, I have to go and look at the play-by-play stuff. But looking at what the final score was, Memphis 112, Dallas 108. And given that uh, you know Memphis finished the game on a 29-12 run in the fourth quarter, that negative 15 for Tim Hardaway Jr. tells me that he was in the game <laughs> when that collapse was going on. So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, uh, Jaden Hardy supposedly rolled his ankle when he was backpedaling in the fourth quarter. And, uh, you know, Jason Kidd said that's the reason they took him out, but he didn't end up, he, he wasn't shown on the injury report or anything like that. So, you just kind of you just have to scratch your head. I mean, there's been several moments like that. It's like, you know, Justin Holiday, for example, he was on the team for maybe three to four days, and Jason Kidd decided, oh well, you know, we've built up all this trust and progress with Josh Green. Ah, I'm gonna start the guy that's been on the team for a few days over Josh Green for like two or three games. And you could tell it affected Josh's confidence there for a little bit. Uh, just completely unnecessary, in my opinion. And luckily, Josh has kind of, you know, breaking, bro, breaking. <laughs> Josh has kind of broken out of that funk and gotten back to where he was before all that happened. But it shouldn't have. It shouldn't have happened in the first place. And now, you know, a few games later, after they've gotten past it, the guy that the kid started so, you know, hastily is a coach's decision, did not play <laughs> in Memphis in a huge game. So, If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, 
and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, JJ breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I don't know. Very, very odd stuff. This has been an odd season. Uh, The Mavs are so lucky that the West has been such a mess this year compared to, you know, recent years. Because to be in a a top eight spot when you're 500 with 10 games left, that doesn't normally mean good things for you in the West. If you're 500 with 10 games left, normally you're <laughs> you're preparing for the lottery. So I don't know. Very very odd stuff. Uh, it's been a whirlwind of a season, up and down. I tweeted this during the game uh, the other night. It's really just not healthy for Mavs fans to have to go through this. What seems like every single game this season, like they're. There have been so many games that have come down to the wire that had no business coming down to the wire. The Mavs have the talent to win. They just, you know, they just can't do the little things right and execute correctly to, you know, get over the hump. So, I don't know. It, uh, it is what it is. We will see how this season finishes out. As of right now, if the playoffs started today, the Mavs would be playing a play-in game at OKC. So a young, hungry Oklahoma City Thunder squad with Shade, Gillies, Alexander, who kills the Mavs every time he plays them. Uh, you know, that, that would not be an ideal scenario for the Mavs. I mean, obviously the Mavs would have a chance to beat them, but, you know, you're trying to avoid the play-in tournament at all costs so the Mavs are currently in eighth so they wouldn't even be hosting that that uh play-in game and then 
They're only a half game up on the Timberwolves and the Utah Jazz for the ninth and tenth spots in that play-in tournament. Um, they're up a full game on the Lakers, uh, which might as well be two games because they all they own the tiebreaker against the Lakers this season. So uh, it's looking good as far as like their chances of actually making the postseason overall. I think they'll make a play-in spot regardless. But I mean, they tonight's game against the Golden State Warriors is monumental uh, for the Mavs. Monumental. They have got to have this one. I think if if they're gonna you know avoid the play-in and and make the actual playoffs in that sixth spot at least the sixth spot so we will see we will see uh the oklahoma city thunder they do not play on uh, wednesday night just looking at the standings uh let's see let me see here who all plays tonight okay so the timberwolves play the hawks uh, so the Timberwolves, I, I think they have a chance to lose that one. So they, the Mavs could get some help in the standings there. Uh, the Trailblazers play the Jazz. Never know what the, what the Trailblazers are going to do on a night-to-night basis. So uh, the Mavs could get some help there. And the Suns play the Lakers. So that should be some more help, uh, you know, fending some of these teams off from catching the Mavs in the, uh, the play-in standings. So... Uh, but the biggest thing is the Mavs have to beat the Warriors. Uh, the Warriors are two-point favorites at AAC. That could change depending on the status of Luka. Uh, there's been some you know, talk that he could potentially make his return after missing four straight games. We'll just have to see how it goes. I'm, I'm kind of doubtful on that. Uh, I don't know if Luka or Kyrie will play. So since that's my gut feeling, I'm sure they'll both suit up. <laughs> <laughs> tonight so uh if if that if that ends up being announced later this morning just remember you heard dalton say the complete opposite and he jinxed it in a good way for the for the greater good um so we'll see we'll see how it goes uh the warriors are extremely bad on the road like it's probably the I, i'd have to look up the stats but the warriors are probably they probably have the worst road record for a defending NBA champion in the history of the league. Like it's just it's unreal. Like before getting a a win in Houston the other night, they were 7 and 29 on the road. Just it's awful. Like the only other two teams in the West that have a worse road record than the Golden State Warriors are the San Antonio Spurs and the Houston Rockets, who are both 6-28 and 28 on the road. They have a bottom feeder road record. It's, it's crazy. They're just a completely different team on the road. So hopefully the Mavs can take advantage of that, whether uh, Luka or Kyrie play or not. Uh, Kyrie was in a walking boot after that Memphis game, but swore that it was just for precautionary reasons. So... Hopefully, it's not too bad for him, and he said he's going to try to play because this will be the first time the Mavs would, will have played the Warriors with Kyrie Irving, uh, and Kyrie is typically a warrior killer. So, uh, 
Um, I think I think if he plays, the Mavs have a good chance. If not, I still think the Mavs have a good chance because of you know just how bad the the Warriors play on the road. But uh, we'll just have to see how it goes, guys. Appreciate y'all checking in this morning for this quick edition of Mavs Step Back Podcast. Be sure to go like, rate, and subscribe on all your favorite podcast platforms. And stay tuned to DallasBasketball.com where we have loads of Mavs content, top to bottom, all day, every day and night. And we will have full game coverage for you in this one uh, as the Mavs take on the Warriors tonight on ESPN It'll start at 6.30 p.m. Guys, we appreciate it. Y'all have a great one. We'll see you next time.